Welcome everybody to today's episode of the Jadava Show. This is your host Jacob Valier with you on a Friday. It is time for week number 15. We are in week 15 of the NFL season out of 18 regular season weeks. We are in week 15. Glad to have you with us. It's time to pick those games. Um, yeah, I first of all can't believe that the football season has gone as quickly as it has. Um, let me turn the air down in my car sort of making noise um it has gone by very quickly uh you know i i keep thinking well it just started but it started in early to mid-september and that's three and a half months ago (laughs) so it doesn't feel like it's about to be christmas i guess when you're not in college or in school anymore it doesn't feel like christmas when you're working every day and it doesn't you know every day just feels the same you know and then boom christmas just shows up one weekend um so (laughs) <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm also not understanding how the NFL season could be this close to the end of the of the regular season. But um, there's been other stuff going on. You know, college football is pretty much over until we get to the bowl games here soon. Um, and what has been nice is outside of college football, you have the beginnings of the NHL and uh, NBA seasons. And uh, what's been fun about the NHL season has been, as a Capitals fan, and as really, if you're a hockey fan, this has to at least be enjoyable as well, as Alex Ovechkin is currently chasing Wayne Gretzky's all-time record. So Alex Ovechkin, as it stands today on Friday, the uh, uh, 16th day of December 2022, Alex Ovechkin has exactly 800 goals. A couple nights ago against the Blackhawks, he had a hat trick that put him at 800 goals, and uh, they played a game last night. Both of my brothers were at that game. Unfortunately, uh, Ovechkin didn't score any goals, and the Capitals lost 2-1 to one to the Dallas Stars. Um, but it's one of those records that I think, you know, people keep saying, well, you know, Ovechkin can have the goals record, but he's not ever going to touch Gretzky. Um, you know, Wayne Gretzky has the all-time goals record. My thought is, does it really matter if Ovechkin is as good as Wayne Gretzky, he clearly is not, and I don't think anybody ever will be close to Gretzky. Gretzky, if he took all his goals away and he just had assists, would still have the most points in NHL history. Truly transcendent. Uh, Tom Brady is going to end his NFL career with the most yards and touchdown passes in the history of pro football. I don't think, unless Patrick Mahomes keeps up his current trajectory, I don't think anybody's going to ever break that record. So then, and by the way, Tom Brady won seven Super Bowls. Nobody's ever, you know, NFL is sort of a sport where you judge quarterbacks specifically on championships. And I don't think any quarterback's ever winning seven Super Bowls ever again. Um, Only, I think only one guy or two guys in the league, one guy has won multiple championships that's still playing. And that's Tom Brady. Um, You know, Russell Wilson only has one. Aaron Rodgers only has one. Um... Matthew Stafford only has one. Mahomes has one. Nick Foles has one. You know, say what you want. Nick Foles has one. Um, bunch of other guys that, you know, Eli, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, those guys are all retired now. Um, am I, I'm, I feel like I'm missing somebody that just recently won a Super Bowl. Um, no, I don't think so. Anyway, yeah, Peyton Manning won a couple. So only a few guys that are currently active in the league have even won Super Bowls. And they've each won one. (laughs) Mahomes would have to win six more, and I think he's got 15 years left, but he's got to win six more Super Bowls. I think he could win two or three more, but six more, I mean, that's incredibly tough. 
So when you're talking about Alex Ovechkin, he's going to have the record. He's 95 goals away from the most goals in NHL history. Uh, He's 37 years old. He theoretically could still play three more years. And depending on how he finishes this season and assuming he stays healthy, I think he'll have it by the end of the calendar year in 2024. Um, He'll have it by the end of that year. Um, And so, you know, you think about those records. I mean, that record was set by Gretzky like 35 years ago or like 30 years ago. And nobody thought, oh, everybody thought actually that this record's going to stand forever. Nobody's ever going to catch Wayne Gretzky. And now Alex Ovechkin, who is the most prolific goal scorer of all time, is going to pass him in likely a couple of years, and he might be the first guy to score 900 in the NHL. Um, And I guarantee you he might. He'll give it everything. If he's going to go for Gretzky's record, he'll get it. Um, But real quick as an aside... It has been as you know. I'm a Capitals fan. I'm a biased Capitals fan. I don't know a ton about the NHL, but as a Capitals fan, I know plenty about that team, and I know a lot about Alex Ovechkin. You know, it's rare that a team that a, that a hockey player is the face of a sports town for as long as Ovechkin has been the face of Washington. But with the football team in shambles, one of the most dysfunctional messes in pro football and pro sports, frankly, over the last twenty years. Uh, with the baseball team having its moments, but they weren't even a team 20 years ago. When Ovechkin came into the NHL, Washington didn't have a baseball team. Um, And then, with the basketball team, been an underachieving, disappointing mess for 20 years as well. The baseball team has not had a Ovechkin-like superstar that has spent their whole career playing for the team. Ryan Zimmerman played his whole career with the Nationals, but he wasn't a superstar. He was like a two-time All-Star, you know, infielder. Um, But Alex Ovechkin is, he spent his entire soon-to-be 19-year career in the NHL with the Capitals. He has scored the most goals in NHL history on the road, the most power play goals, the most um, goals with one franchise no nobody's ever scored 800 goals with a single franchise until Alex Ovechkin came around and in 95 goals he'll have the most goals in NHL history period he's about to have the most empty net goals every week or every game it feels like they have a new record that Alex Ovechkin is breaking and it's just been such a pleasure to watch him for my entire life really as a hockey fan Watching a transcendent player, a guy that you could argue is a top 10 player of all time, top 8 player of all time. And once he breaks the record, you could argue he's a top 5 player of all time. He can't, he's got a Stanley Cup. He's won the Rocket Richard so much, you might as well win the, the trophy after him. And he'll have the record for most goals. You know, sure, on the Mount Rushmore, you can put Joe Gibbs on there. You can put Max Scherzer on there. Scherzer didn't spend his whole career with the team. Joe Gibbs, was great as he was, was not a player. Alex Ovechkin is the greatest player to ever play for Washington sports ever. And, um, you know, just watching him score that goal, that 800th goal the other night against Chicago, um, in Chicago, seeing all the fans show the respect that they have for him, it was surreal to think, you know, he's ours. He'll never play for another team. He belongs to Washington. And it has been absolutely a thrill to be able to watch a guy of his caliber go as hard as he has over the years so 
Anyway, that's my brief thought about the Capitals. They're not a great team this year. They're okay. They'll sneak into the playoffs. They always do. Um, but at this point, this is not a Stanley Cup contending franchise. They have really old players. Uh, I don't love the coach. Alex Ovechkin, even, is 37 years old. He's not the player he used to be. He's primarily just a goal scorer. Doesn't do anything else, really. So this team, by primarily is done competing for Stanley Cups. Right now, it's all the focus is all on Ovechkin, and I'm all for it. <laughs> if that's what it's going to be, I'm all for it. So, all right, uh, quickly into my Week 15 picks. Uh, there are no teams on a bye this week, so there are a lot of games. There are three games tomorrow. 1 o'clock, Colts at Vikings. 4.30, Ravens at Browns. 8 o'clock, Dolphins at Buffalo. I think those are three very, very compelling uh, matchups tomorrow. Um, and then Saturday, or Sunday is the rest of the games. The Sunday night game, of course, is the Commanders and the Giants. Let me start off with that one. I usually end with the Monday or the Sunday night game, um, but since it's so close to home and it's a humongous game, I'm going to start with that one. I'm taking Washington minus four and a half. I alluded to this back on my Monday show. It's an easy call for me. Now the Giants very well may win the game, but the line at four and a half I think is perfect, and I think that. This game, you know, if I was unbiased and I had never really looked at these two teams and I don't know much about them and you just gave me basic facts, I would pick Washington every time. The Commanders are coming off a bye week. They have prepared for one franchise and one franchise only the last three weeks of prep, and that's been the New York Giants. Between the games, the Giants have had to play the Eagles. So they haven't been able to focus their last three weeks on Washington. Just two of the three with the one week sandwiched in the middle. The commanders have focused completely on the Giants. They played them. They were outplayed, in my opinion, and they somehow found a way to tie the game. Not give up any points in overtime. The Giants were on the field for an eternity in that game. Then the Giants go and play the Eagles, and the Eagles absolutely destroy them. They're on the field a ton in the first three quarters before the dogs are called off and all the starters are pulled, and then they got to go right back to you know game planning for Washington. And now it's a Sunday night game. Washington's healed up. They got they they hope to get Benjamin St. Juice back. They hope to get Chase Young back, their best corner and one of their stud defensive ends. And it's Sunday night. Their quarterback is three and one lifetime on you know primetime football the last two in the regular season, and. Just from that alone, not to mention the commanders have a more talented roster and a more experienced coach who's coming off a bye week in a home game. Um, Not to mention it's do or die. And Taylor Heineke lives for these situations. Taylor Heineke, since joining Washington, is 12-9-1 as a starter. Well, Daniel Jones is 18-30-1. So Taylor Heineke's proven he can win more than Daniel Jones has. And it's a Sunday night game. Taylor Heineke has been very clutch on primetime television during his career, including this season. They're one and what are they? I think they're two and oh with no, they're one and oh with Heineke. They're two and oh on primetime this year. Um regardless, just those facts alone, I would take the commanders. Uh, not to mention they have a more talented roster. If they can shut Saquon Barkley down, which by the way the commanders have done a very good job in their winning streak or in their last two months of shutting down the run, they do that they're going to win this game by at least 10 points. So, um, yeah, again, a lot of people are saying these two teams are carbon copies of each other. I don't see it. I think the commanders have a much more talented offense. Um, and defensively, I think the commanders 
secondary is better. I think their pass rush is just as good, if not better. I think in every way the commanders are better. By the way, they could win the game. The Giants could win this game. On paper, I can't not take the commanders minus four and a half. I'm sorry. This is, you know, if you're listening in the future on this pick, I I don't know what's going to happen in the game. I haven't watched the game. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know the flow of the game. And anything can happen. They're both teams with the exact same record. I'm just saying, off a bye, better roster, better, more experienced coach coming off a bye week. Three weeks to prepare for this game, basically. I like the Commanders, minus four and a half. I really do. Um, Okay, so I'm going to go with my other picks here. Um, Start with the Saturday games. Um, I'm going to take the... So the first game is Colts at Vikings. Colts are given three and a half. I like Indianapolis plus three and a half here. Here's why. The Colts just got humiliated last time they played in Dallas, 54-19. But before that, 33-point just implosion by the Colts' defense and, you know, parts of their offense in that fourth quarter against the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. Boy, were they moving the football well. And they were keeping that competitive against the Cowboys, a very good team. Um, Minnesota has kept every team that they've played close this year. There have been no such thing as a comfortable win for the Vikings. And say what you want about the Colts. Defensively, they can keep up. And with the run game and Matt Ryan being a veteran presence, I love the Colts in this spot. They just got embarrassed and they're coming off a bye week. Minnesota's had a couple of shaky weeks in a row. They might be on the down, you know, they might be trending down for all we know. The 49ers are trending up. The Vikings are trending down. I like the Colts plus three and a half right here in this spot. Okay, uh, Ravens at Browns is the 4 o'clock game on Saturday. I'm going to take Cleveland minus three. The Ravens are trotting out a backup quarterback um, who's a little bit dinged up, had a concussion. The Ravens' defense has been excellent, but they haven't exactly been playing offenses that will wow you. Um, You know, you look at the Ravens, they've sort of been getting by by the, you know, skin of their teeth. They've blown some, excuse me, they've blown some big leads. But since their bye week, they've given up three, nine, and 14 points in their three wins. Yeah, their quarterbacks that they were playing were Baker Mayfield, (laughs) Russell Wilson, who at this point in his career is not Russell Wilson, and Mitch Trubisky. They lost. They blew a huge lead to Jacksonville (laughs) in between that. And before that, they had to play Andy Dalton, what's left of Tom Brady on a short week, and Jacoby Brissett. They've gotten lucky. They've they've lost games that they should have won. They've beaten teams that are bad. The Browns need a good offensive output from Deshaun Watson if people are really going to be feeling good about that pick or about that trade. I like Cleveland with a more explosive offense and a better quarterback who's starting to get his sea legs in this offense to win this game. I like the Browns minus three. All right, Dolphins at Buffalo. Like it? I love this pick. Bills minus seven at home. Miami is playing in one of the coldest games they have played in a long, long time. I think it's the coldest game the Dolphins have played in in like six, seven years. Buffalo is made for these games. They can throw the ball all over the field, but they have discovered their run game. They have discovered their pass rush. Josh Allen doesn't need to be Superman. He can play caretaker in this offense. And I love Buffalo against a Miami team that's reeling. Tua cannot play in cold weather. Buffalo's made for the cold weather. I don't see Miami sweeping the Bills this season. And Miami, you know, say what you want. Their last few weeks, they have not played well defensively. I like the Bills in this game. I think they're going to crush them. Bills minus seven, book it. Okay, 
Sunday slate of games. I already went over the Sunday night game, but the 1 o'clock game, starting with Eagles at Bears. I'm going to take Philadelphia minus 9. I get it. The Bears are coming off a bye week. They're also 3-10 going up against 12-1 Philly. The Bears, you know, it's probably people are saying that sexy pick is to pick Chicago off a bye plus 9. The Eagles, just so everybody knows, Philadelphia, I know people are going to say they're looking ahead to the Cowboys next week. So what? Next week? The Eagles the last two weeks have outscored their opponents by a combined score of 83-32. to That's plus 51. Beat the Titans by 25. The Titans, really good team. They beat the Giants on the road by 26. That's a division game you never know. <laughs> Listen, they have put a beatdown on bad teams this year. They played uh, the Cardinals. I mean, excuse me, the the. Cowboys with Cooper Rush. Not a great team. They beat them by nine. They played the Steelers. They blew them out by 22. They played Houston. They didn't play super well, but they still won by 12 points. They played Green Bay. Outside of a garbage time touchdown, they crushed them too. They played the Giants, won by 26. The Bears are worse than all of them, except for Houston. And so the Eagles can very, very quick, unless the Eagles get out to a huge lead and call off the dogs at halftime, Chicago is not covering on a nine-point spread. Give me the Eagles minus nine. Falcons at Saints. I'm going to take Atlanta plus three and a half with a brand-new quarterback, Desmond Ritter. The Saints are one of the worst coach teams in the NFL, and they keep trying to convince their fans on Andy Dalton. It's just not working. Um, the Saints at home. The Saints are four and nine. The Falcons are still technically alive for the division. They've got a good enough roster and receiving core for Desmond Ritter to have some success. You could argue Marcus Mariota was holding them back a little bit. Um, there's always a little bit of juice behind a rookie backup quarterback. You know, you sort of get that juice when you come in. You feel like you, you sort of got this new swagger about you. Even if Desmond Ritter's not going to be great, if he is ever great, I think it's going to be in a first career start against a bad team like New Orleans. Give me the Falcons. <clears throat> okay, Lions at Jets. So I actually went back and forth on this game, but the Jets this morning said that they are not going to be starting Mike White, has not been cleared by doctors after a rib injury last week. So uh, for that reason, and I probably was leaning this way anyway, I'm taking the Lions minus one and a half and what's essentially a pick em. Um, The Lions have a clear advantage at quarterback. I think top to bottom offensively, the Lions are so much better. And I think the Lions have done an excellent job at overwhelming teams this year. They've played teams with solid defenses. New York Giants have a solid defense. They put up 31 points. Washington, very nice defense, 36 points. Um, You know, listen, uh, Miami, at the time they played them, solid enough defense, put up 27. Bills have a great defense. They put up 25. Philadelphia has a great defense. They scored 35 points. This team can go toe-to-toe with any team in the league. The Jets are a good team. And they've got a good defense, a great defense, in my opinion. It's a top three defense. But overall, I think this the lack of a dynamic quarterback for the Jets and their running game has sort of been on fumes the last few weeks. I really and Detroit's playing for their playoff lives right now. I like the Lions a lot more than I did even before they announced the Jets quarterback. Give me the Lions minus one and a half. <clears throat> okay, uh, Steelers at Panthers. I'm going to take Pittsburgh plus three at Carolina. So Kenny Pickett probably will not play 
So it'll either be Mitch Trubisky or Mason Rudolph. I like Mason Rudolph's chances a lot more than Trubisky's, but come on, Carolina has been playing their hearts out the last few weeks. They're just not as talented as you think they are. Mike Tomlin as a three-point road underdog. I just learned to never bet against him. Even with a backup or third-string quarterback, I think Carolina is a team that could be exposed. Sam Darnold is 2-0 as a starter this year. This is probably one of the better defenses he'll play this season, even though Pittsburgh's nothing to write home about. I love the Steelers in this spot. I've picked against the Panthers all season, and I'm going to continue doing it as long as they play these talented defenses. Listen, Sam Darnold's your quarterback. I don't care that he's 2-0. He's one of the worst quarterbacks in football. Give me Pittsburgh plus three. Cowboys at Jaguars. I know, I know. The Cowboys barely beat the Texans last week, so they're primed for a big blow-up spot. Nope. Give me the Jaguars plus four. Jacksonville. Say what you want about Jacksonville. They're 5-8. and eight. They've won three of their last five. They have really put on some impressive performances. Now, they've had some duds, had a big dud at Detroit. But at Tennessee, a very physical, tough football team like the Cowboys, they went in there and tore them up. The Cowboys, there's a formula to beating them. If you take away a couple of key components to their game, Dak Prescott sort of falls apart. They did last week. You took away the run game. You took away the defense and the pass rush. And Dak Prescott had one of his worst games in a long time. Trevor Lawrence, one of the highest-rated passers in football this year, 20 touchdowns, six interceptions his last five weeks, 10 touchdowns, no picks, and a 3-2 and two record since the bye week. I love the Jaguars here. It Even if they don't win, it's going to be a close one. This is a making of a close game, and I love Jacksonville in this spot. And Dallas, by the way, is more likely to look ahead to the Eagles than the Eagles look ahead to the Cowboys because the Eagles have a two-game lead over them, two-and-a-half-game lead right now over them. So I don't really see where that comes from. I like the Jaguars in that spot. All right, big line right here. Chiefs at Texans taking the Kansas City Chiefs minus 14. Um, You know, it's a big line. The Texans are awful. They played their hearts out against the Cowboys last week on the road. But Kansas City, you know, they made a lot of mistakes. They got too comfortable last week against the uh, Broncos. I like the Chiefs to uh, rebound and blow out Houston here. This is a prime blowout spot. For Kansas City, I like them to win by at least 14, or by at least 15. Uh, Cardinals at Broncos, I'm actually taking Denver minus three. So it, it might be a Brett Rippon versus Colt McCoy game, and at that point, I the number, I would just have no choice but to pick the home team. It's one of those strategic things. I don't love one team over the other. They're both awful teams that are going to fire their coaches at the end of the season. So I'm taking the Broncos just because even if Russell Wilson plays, I love Denver. If it's Brett Rippon, then I still kind of like them. Patriots at Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders minus one and a half. The Patriots are seven and six. I'm just not sure they're that good. Listen, by the way, Josh McDaniels as a head coach in the NFL is one and zero against Belichick. Josh McDaniels knows how to get his team ready to play Belichick and play his former team. He saw it in 2009 against the Bronc against the Patriots uh, when McDaniels was the head coach of Denver. Uh, the Raiders are getting Darren Waller back. They're getting Hunter Renfro back. They're playing an average defense that, you know, let's be honest, they got the luxury of playing against Colt McCoy last Monday night. Uh, coming off a short week, the Raiders are coming off extended rest because they played last Thursday night. I like the Raiders in this spot as they're getting a lot of key guys back on the offense, and they just frankly have a better offense than New England. Uh, Titans at Chargers. I'm going to take Tennessee my, plus three. They really need this game. And, 
you know, with the Jaguars sort of breathing down their neck, I believe in the run game. I believe in the pass rush for Tennessee and Ryan Tannehill to stay in the pocket and not make mistakes and hope the Chargers coaching staff makes another bugaboo. So that's my a pick on that. Uh, the line was at 1.2.5. I still like it at 3. Give me the Titans plus 3. Finally, Bengals at Buccaneers. I'm taking Cincinnati minus 3.5 on the road. Bengals are one of the hottest teams in the league, and Tampa Bay, frankly, just isn't very good. I know it's Joe Burrow versus Tom Brady, and this is the kind of game Tom Brady gets up for, but the Buccaneers just aren't that good. And the big reason why is because Tom Brady hasn't been playing well this year. Joe Burrow is on a bit of a hot streak. They've The Bengals, don't look now, they're the hottest team in the league. They've won five straight games, including 4-0 since the bye week. They, in their last five weeks, have put up 42, 37, 20, 27, and 23 points. They have... <laughs> Three basically double-digit wins, you could argue, you know, Pittsburgh only lost by seven. The Bengals were in control of that game. Bengals against the Bucks, who have had no offense all year, have been getting off the mat very slowly all year. Give me Cincinnati minus three and a half. All right, so my picks. I got the Colts plus three and a half at Minnesota. The Browns minus three at home against Baltimore. The Bills minus seven at home against Miami. The Eagles minus nine at Chicago. The Falcons plus three and a half at New Orleans. The Lions minus one and a half at New York Jets. Steelers plus three at Carolina. Jaguars plus four and a half at home against the Cowboys. Chiefs minus 14 at Houston. Broncos minus three at home against Arizona. Raiders minus one and a half against New England. The Titans plus two and a half at San Diego, or LA, excuse me. Bengals minus three and a half at Tampa Bay. And the Commanders minus four and a half against the Giants at home. I like a lot of favorites this week. I think I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine favorites out of 13 games. That's pretty good. All right, so those are my picks. We'll be back with you on Monday, hopefully a victory Monday. If not, I will lick my wounds, and you can catch me right here on the Jadava Show. I am not afraid. Have a great weekend, everybody, as we get closer to the holidays. This has been the Jadava Show. I'm your host, Jacob Valliere, and we will see you all soon.